0: it's Tuesday. It is December eighteenth. It's two thousand eighteen, and we have four basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. After a crazy Monday, and I say crazy Monday, um, thank you, Kings, um, for benching your guys five minutes into the game. That was awesome. Um, ended up still cashing. You know, it was not a bad day outside of you know the Kings, and so. Anyway, on that note, I'm um, not going to get into that too much, but it is very frustrating anytime that we have anything like that happen where it's very unpredictable, whether it be, you know, like we talked about yesterday, Rudy Gobert being ejected two minutes into a game, um, the last time they played Houston, like stuff like that that you can't predict um, is it, frustrating sometimes, but, you know, you just shake it off move on to the next slate and get them on the next slate. And that's the best thing about daily fantasy. So that's what I'm here to help with today. Uh, congratulations to everybody. that sweet me that they had a good night on Monday. Uh, it's always awesome to hear. I always appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. You know, it is a first look podcast. It's meant to be a first look. There's a lot, especially with basketball changes throughout the day, baseball and football, not as much, um, you know. Basketball is just very frustrating when we get news at five thirty that guys are going to sit that weren't even questionable. But anyway, hopefully, I don't cough too much on the podcast. Um, obviously, I can't mute it as much as I did yesterday. Batt- by battling this cold, took some cough medicine before I got started here, so hopefully, it's not too bad. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Bunch of stuff going on for NBA. Much smaller contest, a lot less, you know, entries from people, you know, way different <coughs> than Fanduel and DraftKings. So if you guys haven't given them a shot, give them one. They have their uh, $25 buy in. pick and roll here on today's slate. They got some $5 contests. They got a couple smaller contests. Um, The and one is a $1 buy-in tournament that you can only enter 17 times. So if you're a lower bankroll player, you can check that out. So if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, check them out. Sign up to the Roto-Grinders links on the Roto-Grinders website uh, where you guys can get access to any cool promos that we run with them. Uh, They do have their big NFL championship this weekend. If you qualified for it, congrats. um, Hope one of you guys take it down, was not able to qualify. Still very bitter about it. (laughs) So, um, you know, hoping they announce something for basketball here soon because definitely we'll chase that and, you know, give it a chance. But like their basketball product a lot, you know, their their structure is way different. So um, it's a lot of fun to play over there. Uh, Let's jump into this slate. It's only four games, not a lot. going to be a shorter podcast today. Um, Don't really have much to talk about like we did last week. Um, Always open to suggestions. If you guys ever want me to talk about something on a smaller slate, always feel free to tweet at me. Um, Always open to that. Always open to feedback. I love feedback. Uh, I'm not that person that's going to get mad at you if you give me some feedback. But Don't give me feedback about pronouncing names. I'm awful at it. Cleveland at Indiana taking on the Pacers, 2 8 total here. Pacers are favored by 12.5 in this game. Kevin Love is still out. Tristan Thompson is out. And on the Pacers side of things, um, Tyreek Evans is questionable. And we'll see. I have to see. But, you know, with Oladipo coming back, his minutes have kind of gone away anyway. So not too worried about that. Um, we'll start with the Cleveland side of things. I really don't like a lot here for Cleveland. They're probably my least favorite team on this slate. Uh, Their implied team total is 97.5, which is six points lower than their season average. Uh, Pacers are number one in defensive efficiency this season. (coughs) They're number one against point guards, number two against centers, fifth against power forwards, They, you know, they're top 10 against every position. So it's really tough to love anything from Cleveland here. Yes, it is a four-game slate. Um, So with Tristan Thompson out, you know, Larry Nance makes a little bit of sense here. If they're able to keep this game close, he should play in the mid-30s in minutes. If this game doesn't stay close, he probably won't pay off his price tag. Um, So you're really betting on the game to stay close. They do not give him a lot of run and blowouts. Um, That is one thing that we've noticed with him all season. When games get out of hand, um, they don't give him a lot of run. When they're closer and they're they're in the game in the fourth quarter, they give him the run with Thompson out. So, you know, obviously that's something to note. Outside of that, like I said, I just I don't love a lot here. Um, you know, Clarkson's a good tournament play. He's been getting a lot of run. It's just a really tough defensive matchup. So I have a little bit of interest in Clarkson, um, you know, Rodney hood, if he shoots the ball, well, would be okay, but it's just, it's such a tough matchup. It's really tough to love anything here. And I honestly don't, I honestly don't think this game stays close. So, um, you know, that's my biggest issue, but those would be the three guys that I would recommend here. Um, you know, hood Nance and Clarkson, Don't really love Sexton. Um, Osman, you know, he plays a bunch of minutes. He just doesn't do anything with those minutes. It's very frustrating. He just doesn't have a lot of upside. I'd much rather take Rodney Hood for $200 more and take the upside with Rodney Hood having, like, a good shooting night or something like that. So, you know, Burks is not getting as many minutes as I thought he was going to get when he came over to Cleveland. So for really, for me... Just those three guys, uh, and I and I don't love any of those three guys. I think that you know it's a four game slate, so you could play any of those three guys if you wanted to. But I do not love them here. Um, as far as the Pacers go, um, you know we know that Cleveland is really really bad against point guards. They've been in one of the worst teams in the league against point guards all season. It's just. You know, Collinson's minutes are all over the place. <coughs> oh, man. Worst time of the year to get sick. It is worst time of the year to get sick. Anyway, um, Collinson, you know, his minutes are all over the place. And, you know, I really just don't trust him at this point. I, I like him a little bit more if Evans sits. But I just don't think this is a spot that I'll take a shot on him. Um, I like Oladipo. It's just he's so expensive that if this game turns into a blowout, I just don't see him really having a ceiling here. I love the upside. Love it. I think it's a great matchup to target him. You know, the usage is going to be really high. I don't mind miles Turner. He's shown a ton of upside. They've let him have a lot of run recently. Uh, Sabonis's minutes are down, but his usage is still the same. Uh, it's just all about minutes with Sabonis. And outside of that, I just, you know, it's tough to get excited about anybody else here. Um, you know, Bodanovich plays a lot of minutes. Um, I, I still think there's going to be better players in this price range. We do have quite a few injuries. Um, you know on the lakers and washington so obviously um, there's going to be some value moving on to a much better game the lakers and the nets 228 total here lakers favored by 2 ingram is out rondo is out mcgee is questionable obviously that's going to be the big news here um you know he's dealing with a little bit of illness um, so he wasn't able to play on Sunday. We'll have to see what happens here with McGee. And on the Brooklyn side of things, Alan Crabb is questionable. We'll start with the Lakers here. Uh, this is an excellent spot for LeBron. Um, you know, this team has been awful against threes all season. They struggled a lot with wing type players. So LeBron has a really high floor in this matchup. You know, I think this is a great spot to target him. And then Kuzma is certainly a guy that I'm looking at here. I think he is certainly in play with Ingram still out. I just – he's kind of priced right. And then, like, Lonzo, you know, he he showed some upside in the Charlotte game. You know, he shot the ball 64% in that game. Had a triple-double. Really just had, you know, the best game he's had all season. So I don't want to chase that. Uh, The price is really starting to come up on Lonzo. So might be a spot that I stay away from Lonzo here. And then whoever starts at center, whether McGee plays or it's Chandler, whoever whoever starts is in play for me. It's a center against Brooklyn. Even if Chandler plays 20 minutes here, I think he could hit value in 20 minutes if he draws a start um, for McGee. If McGee plays, I think he's certainly in play here. Uh, The upside is just too massive against Brooklyn not to like one of these centers. So certainly like whoever starts here. And then outside of that, like Josh Hart's going to play minutes. Um, I don't hate him. It's just he's just not doing anything with the minutes. So it's really hard to trust him at this point. Um, You know, KCP had a good game last time out. But that's that's really it uh for the Lakers side of things. Like I said, I think LeBron has a really high floor. Um, one of the highest floors on the slate. Not my favorite play on the slate, um, but I do think that um he is certainly somebody we're looking at for you know cash games here today. Uh as far as Brooklyn goes, oh man, like I really, really, really like D'Angelo Russell here. I know he's been disappointing. Um, you know, f- he finally got back on track against Atlanta. Obviously, Atlanta can do that to anybody. But this is a nice little pace-up spot for Brooklyn. You know, the Lakers have struggled with the two guard and guards just in general this season. So it's really an interesting spot for Russell. Um I don't mind Dinwiddie here either. I think both these guys are in play. The problem with Dinwiddie is if I'm going to pay the price for Dinwiddie, I'm just going to go up to Russell, and I don't tend to play those two guys together. <coughs> so um, I, I would play one or the other. And like, like I said, if I'm paying up for Dinwiddie, I'm just going to go ahead and pay up for Russell. Um. If Crab sits again, I think um, Joe Harris can in play at 4,900 against the Lakers here. Um, he's certainly somebody I'd be looking at if Crab sits. Um, I don't hate Allen here. Jared Allen, you know, his price is fair at 55. It's just the minutes are always the biggest concern with him. You know, he gets in foul trouble, but it's a good tournament play. Jared Allen's a good tournament play. He's very risky, you know, because of the foul trouble, but... He does have the upside to really crush here. If McGee plays, I like McGee more um, at a cheaper price tag, though. Outside of that, I don't really like anything else here. Kirkus, um, if if Crab sits, I'd play him at 4K. Uh, He's really cheap. He would get around 30 minutes. So if Crab sits, I think he's uh, a value play we could look at here. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy, sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission-free fees Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. Custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is offering, giving, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple forward, or a sprint to help build your portfolio, sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. Washington at Atlanta, 235 total here. Washington favored by four and a half. Uh, One interesting note here before I get into the injuries is both these teams have the two highest implied team totals on the slate. So Atlanta, their team total is a little bit higher than the Lakers uh, at open. It's only 0.3 higher, but... This game is projected to be the highest scoring game, and these two teams are expected to keep this game close. Um, injury news. Washington side, Otto Porter, questionable. We know Dwight Howard's out. Trevor Ariza could make his debut here. Uh, and then on the Atlanta side, Prince is still out. So let's start with the Washington side of things. Obviously, Trevor Ariza makes a huge difference um, for, for this team. It would be interesting to see what they do with him if Porter plays and if Porter doesn't play, Ubre gone, Rivers gone. Um, you, you know that, that that's going to free up some minutes. So if Ariza is here and he's playing, I kind of expect them to roll him out normal minutes. Uh, we'll have to kind of hope for some concrete news here because if Ariza. At 4600 is going to play 30 to 35 minutes. He's certainly somebody I'm going to be looking at. Um, if he doesn't play and Porter is out, I'm going to have Jeff Green everywhere. Uh, there'd be no reason not to play Jeff Green at 4800. Um, if if Ariza sits and Porter sits, John Wall excellent spot for John Wall. Um, Atlanta, thirtieth in defensive efficiency against point guards. They're twenty-six against shooting guards. So Beal and Wall both in play here. I think Wall um, is one of the top plays on the slate. Uh, I, I like him a little bit more than I like LeBron here. You know, a little bit cheaper than LeBron. Uh, so I love John Wall in this spot. Um, I, I like Bradley Beal. I don't tend to play Beal a lot, but I feel like this is a really good spot to attack Bradley Beal. I think he has fifty point upside here. Um, you know, Wall missed the first meeting against Atlanta, and Beal had like fifty eight fantasy points. Don't expect that again, um, but I do expect both those guys to have a really good game here. I, I think Marquise Morris is still too cheap for his upside. I know that he had an issue with a neck on in the Lakers game um but I think that with him not being on the injury report should be good to go so I I do like Markeith Morris here he's always more of a tournament play because of his riskiness um but I I do I do like the upside here from Keith on the Atlanta side of things you know John Collins is certainly somebody I'm going to be you know, paying up for on the slates. I know he's 7,900, but on a four-game slate, I'm much more worried about, you know, getting raw points than a guy going like six or seven X um, when they get in this price range. So I like John Collins a lot here. I think this is an excellent spot to attack and put up 45 DK points in the first meeting. Um, So I I really do like this spot for him. I think Trey Young is a good play here. You know, we know Washington struggles with point guards. So I think Trey Young... Who's been really up and down all season? Um, you know, I think this is a spot he could be have an upside game. Trey Young, more of a tournament play, um, just because of his up and downness. But this is a good matchup for him. Um, him and Wall, like playing them two together, is certainly something I'm going to consider here. And then I like more for tournaments. We know I've talked about it so much um, with Prince Al. Baysmore's usage goes up. Um, He's still priced down enough where hopefully people kind of stay off of him uh, because his price keeps going up. But these two teams just played on the fifth of December, um, and he put up forty-three fantasy points in that game. I think that's certainly something we can look at here. Forty-plus upside. So I really do like the spot for Baysmore. Um, if I had to rank the Atlanta players, I'd go Collins, Baysmore, Young. Um, I still I I like the upside for Baysmore a little bit more for Young but i think they're both really in play here outside of that you know deadman's been playing a bunch of minutes if you want to take a shot on him in tournaments i don't hate it the prices come up he should be pretty low owned um kevin herter he you know he plays his minutes it's just you need him to have a good shooting night for him to get there um so tournament only type play probably a large field tournament only type play um and then Jeremy Lamb's come Jeremy Lynn has come back, but his minutes are so far down right now, I just don't think we can roll the dice on him. And I guess on the on the wizard side, I should have mentioned Sam Decker, but I really think Decker just had a good game uh, the other night because Markef got hurt. If Ariza doesn't play, I think he could take a flyer on Decker in large field tournaments uh, just so I don't get the hey, you didn't mention him kind of thing. All right, last game on the slate, Dallas at Denver. We have 207 total here. Denver favored by five. Uh, Berea is questionable. Dirk is probable. And then DFS, or not DFS, DSJ is questionable, but more on the doubtful side. And then on the Denver side, Barton's out. Harris is out. Millsap is out still. All those three guys are out. And then Hernan Gomez is questionable. That's where it gets really interesting, and we'll talk about that in just a second. On the Dallas side of things, you know we, know, we know Denver's a really good defensive team, but, you know, it's tough to really judge where Denver is defensively right now with all these injuries. You know, Millsap's out. Harris is out. We might not have and Gomez here. So I'm not too concerned as much as I would be um, normally in this spot, um, you know, as far as defense goes. Luka is certainly somebody that's in play here. Um you know, he's been a little bit better at home than he has on the road as far as just shooting the ball and his playing in general. But with DSJ likely out here, we know the use is just going to go up for Luca. So I think Luca is certainly somebody I would look at. I don't like this spot for DeAndre Jordan. I think this is a tougher spot for him. You know His upside is still there if you're in that price range. Um, definitely don't mind Harrison Barnes with no DSJ. It's just, you know, he hasn't been really doing too much lately. Uh, If Berea sits, that makes the things a little bit more interesting. Wes Matthews is okay. He's going to play the minutes for his cheap price tag, but really it's more of just okay. If, man, I hate hate this, but I, I think it's hard not to consider Brunson. I know he's all over the place, and you need him to shoot the ball well to get there, but... It, with DSJ likely out, he's going to likely start. And if Barea is questionable, I just don't see if Barea sits to a way that Brunson doesn't play You know, 30 minutes in this game. Dirk doesn't play enough minutes yet to really even start talking about him. Um, that's something we're just going to have to keep watching and try to get ahead of it um, You know, when he does get the minute increase. All right, as far as Denver goes here... Yeah, I hate paying up for Jokic, um, but I don't think he's a bad play on this slate. Not my favorite guy over 8K, but I think he's okay. Um, I, I definitely think you can consider Murray here. You know, one thing that we know is this team kind of struggles against guards. So with DSJ out, that you know they might get a little bit of an increase. Um. Outside of that, it gets tough here because not knowing what's going to happen with Hernan Gomez. So if Hernan Gomez plays and they say he's good to go um, with this abdominal strain, abdominal strain, um, then I, I think you know you don't want to go too crazy here. But like if he sits, if Hernan Gomez sits, I think Plumlee's in play. I think Trey Lyles is in play. Um, you know Trey Lyles' minutes. Seemed like he was going to get the minutes and then it's just kind of been all over the place and Plumlee's been playing good minutes. But I think that if Hernan Gomez sits here, I just don't see a way that Lyles doesn't play 30 minutes. So I think he's really interesting if that happens. So anyway, um, all right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Favorite game to go over or under? um, Only three games. I think that um the Denver game at 207 will go slightly over. Uh, favorite play under 5k to 7x. See if I knew Porter was out and the situation, like Jeff Green would be that guy. Um give me McGee, assuming that he's gonna play. If he doesn't play it would just go to like tyson chandler tyson chandler would be the replacement um over 8k not to 5x there's not a lot of options up here today um like i like lebron i like Walt. my least favorite play in this price range today and it's not anything to do with the matchup i just don't know if we'll get there if this game blows out is old depot so I'm going to say Depot doesn't go 5x today. And I'm just going to say it's just because they manhandled Cleveland in this game. Um, favorite play to go 6x on this slate. I really like John Wall to have a massive game. Not going to say that. Um, man. Let's see. Usually, when I do the podcast by myself, I write down my answers as I go, and I did not do that today because I've been muting my mic as I've been coughing my brains out. Um, six x. I'm gonna say Baysmore goes for six x today. Really, really, almost considered saying John Wall there for a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Baysmore um also consider John Collins I think those those guys are probably my my three or, three of my favorite plays on the slate so on that note I'm going to get out of here like I said short podcast usually I would talk about a bunch of stuff but I'm kind of not feeling this whole coughing sore throat thing needed to go away um, but anyway back tomorrow Normal, normal schedule. We got Grant joining us tomorrow, so we'll talk some NBA. I hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday and we'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Good luck in your contest, and we will see you then.